morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday the 20th of July and as usual with all the information contained in this briefing it is general advice only so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing and if you need to of course you can always pause the PowerPoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full and if you are listening on a podcast, head on over to our website and you can read the disclaimer there. All right, well, a nasty night in the US and global markets generally with nowhere really safe at the moment. Uh, we do see a uh, expansion of the COVID Delta variant taking hold in a number of countries. Uh, the US is seeing a case increase and in the UK as well. 54,000 cases yesterday. So certainly uh, this did seem to come home to roost last night and the market was very, very much in a risk-off mode. We saw the Dow Jones fall 2.1%, 726 points to 33,962, down below 34,000. The Nasdaq down 152 points or just over 1%, 14,275. So faring slightly better than the Dow. Uh, Travel stocks and financials getting whacked in the Dow, uh, whereas NASDAQ did see a little bit of those defensive technology stocks holding up better than we saw with those Dow components falling 2.1%. The S&P 500 dropped middle for diddle down around 1.6% or 69 points to 42.58. And as you would expect in these volatile times, or at least a volatile Monday, we had the VIX index popping its head back up again, 22% to the good, up to 22.50. So it is a bit of a sign that when it gets down to 16 or so, it does seem as if complacency has set in and we do see that uh, bounce off that 16 level. So if you're trading the VIX at home, that's the way to play it. As far as our futures go here today, we're looking for a soggy start following on the back of yesterday's soggy day. We did see Dow futures down 158 points when we went to the close last night. So some of the Dow will have been built in, but all eyes will be on Victoria in terms of the extension of their lockdown and on New South Wales at 11 o'clock where Auntie Glad does update us on the numbers from Sydney, etc. Uh, SPY futures showing a loss of 68 points or 0.94% today, 71.29. So uh, a little bit of weakness in store for us today. Let's see if we get to the panic stations, but I think it's probably a little early to get to the panic stations and all eyes will be on Gladys at 11 o'clock. And we've also got the RBA minutes from their board meeting coming out at 11.30 just to make things a little bit more interesting. As far as commodities go overnight, we saw the oil price get absolutely slammed. Seems the agreement on OPEC plus between Saudi Arabia, Russia and the UAE is pushing production up, although at a gradual rate from August. But that is enough, the analysts believe, to take the supply problem out of the market. So we saw Brent crude fall 6.75%, down nearly 5 bucks to 68.62. We saw WTI down 7.5%, big fall there for WTI, $5.39 to 66.42. Gold had a bit of a slippery night, but not nothing compared to others, down $5.80 or 0.32%, 18.09 spot 20. Iron ore pretty firm all things considered, $220.05 down a dollar and 5. The Aussie dollar under a bit of pressure back to 73.40. So uh, that Aussie dollar falling should help the uh, resource stocks a little bit cushion the blow. 
But in terms of futures prices on the LME for metals, we had copper down 2.2, nickel down 3.2, aluminium down 2.6, zinc down 1.1, lead down 1.2, tin down 1%. Uh, We had lithium still unchanged according to the official figures that we have, uh, but uh, it probably was a little weaker. And uh, we had uranium down slightly last night. So for those of you that are interested in uranium, there you go. Uh, as far as the S&P 500 goes, it did have a, that big collapse and a swoon, but it did try and rally and it did rally into the close. So it didn't look as bad as it could have done, but certainly a nasty wobble on the Dow and the US markets last night. Also a nasty wobble in the UK and Europe with the stock 600 in Europe falling 2.3% last night. Travel stocks especially hit hard as that Freedom Day in the UK uh, continued, well, kicked off uh, with Boris Johnson in isolation. A major stories last night, jitters on uh, the virus fears continue, rush into bonds. Uh, the Wall Street's new fear is not that inflation is transitory or not, depending on your uh, definition of transitory, that economic growth has peaked. Certainly this is something that Marcus and I have talked about in the newsletter from uh, a couple of weeks ago in terms of peakness in various different markets. So uh, there is certainly that, and the bond market has been flashing some concerns for some time as those yields have been driven lower and lower by money seeking safe haven in the bond markets. Um, uh, Alarm grows on Iran's nuclear program. US and UK allies tie the Chinese government. This is the first time this has happened to the Microsoft hack And uh, Congress takes aim at China's recruitment of talent in the US. And China's cities warn of new power outages as the heat strain grid strains the grid. Uh, The UK actually had a uh, heat alert yesterday for one of the highest temperatures ever recorded in the UK. So that's pretty pretty interesting. Uh, More than a third of the Earth's population faces malnutrition due to COVID. The ECB is split on stimulus guidance as policy markets consider drafts and the Tokyo Olympics hit by rising COVID cases and scandals days before the opening. As far as our market goes today, some things of interest. We get the RBA board meeting minutes at 11.30. We also got the Chinese central bank rate setting and more importantly, I guess, is Japan's June CPI. ANZ last night came out and announced a $1.5 billion on-market buyback. Uh, They announced this yesterday evening. They said the balance sheet was strong enough to support this. So good news for the shareholders and the bank there. And Spark Infrastructure has kicked off talks with other suitors. And the Ramsey Healthcare bid for the UK group Spire, as in tatters, as shareholders say, no thanks. Uh, The vote fell short of 75%, so the bid has lapsed. Over in the US, we had BHP down 2.7%, Rio down 3.1%. And it just gets weirder and weirder at oil search at the moment. Just yesterday, the CEO, Dr. Kieran Wolf, uh, resigned, citing health reasons. There was also some issues, I think, around board culture. And oil search today confirmed that they had received and rejected a bid for the company, which Dr. Wolf was not involved in discussions. So it gets quite interesting at oil search. And yesterday saw the stock fall around 5%. And uh, we should obviously see more falls today, given the oil price. 10-year yield in the U.S. now 1.19%. Seems a long way away from 1.75%, where at one stage it was hitting 
not that long ago, really. In Australia, down to 1.24%. So clearly, money rushing into the bond markets at the moment and a lot of fears about maybe the economies are slowing down as this whatever wave it is now, third, fourth, fifth, sixth wave with the Delta variant taking hold. Germany still minus 0.39%. OPEC has agreed to those monthly supply hikes of around 400,000 barrels a day. And the EIA, that's the Independent Energy Association Agency, says (coughs) may go a long way toward closing the supply deficit. And the US and Germany expected to announce a deal resolving their long-standing dispute over Russia's $11 billion Nord Stream 2 natural gas pipeline. Of course, Angela Merkel has been in the U.S. recently. Robinhood Markets is targeting a valuation of $35 billion in its IPO, and that European stock market down 2.3%. Hamish Douglas had a, uh, a day out yesterday with a seminar, or a webinar as it is these days, and he said that Bitcoin may be worthless. He said that we may look back in years to come and consider this one of history's great collective delusions. IAG this morning has uh, unveiled a potential sale of its Malaysian businesses. And Zip, there is press speculation that a bidder is circling, something that prompted more speculation was Bank of America increasing its shareholding from 6.15 to 7.45. As far as question of the day goes today, we've seen a lot of bids recently, a lot of bids being rejected by boards. These are usually... A conditional non-binding indicative etc and basically an opening salvo to get a look at the books and do the due diligence required but should more bidders put a firm bid on the table and should boards leave it up to shareholders to decide rather than just uh, protect their own jobs and bonuses uh, so should bidders put a proper firm bid on the table or should they even go hostile and do what Borrell did and stand in the market and buy shares in the company. Interested to hear your thoughts on that one. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. Head on over to the Facebook discussion group. Love to have your thoughts, ideas, and insights over there. It's a great group. Members helping members is the motto there. So a great group. And don't forget to sign up for Chris's chart chat on Wednesday. Uh, You can get all the registration details on the website for that one. That's it. Have as good a day as you can given the market weakness today.